This is the feedback I need from everyone. Hello, everyone. Hi, friends. Welcome to another quarantine episode of I'm Horrified. I'm Horrified, the podcast that's not really a podcast anymore, and it's just quarantine episodes, but we're going to get back to normal episodes eventually. I know. I know. I've parallel parked twice now, so. Yep. So come on over. We're getting there quickly. You're getting there really quickly. Thank you. Thank you so much. I told both my parents in calls with them, I was like, I parallel parked this week. And both of them were like floored. They were like, you're an angel star. Congratulations. I think you're an angel star. Congratulations. This is the feedback I need from everyone in my life when I'm facing my fears. Yeah. And and it really, you'll be shocked how how silly you find it that you were ever scared once you're Mm -hmm. used to it. I promise you No, I'm sure that's true. Um, But in the moment. I remember I was like, driving in the city um, at first, like driving to my new job and Chris was in the car with me and I tried to like merge into this weird road and I almost like, I got like a beep beeped at or something mm-hmm. and I pulled over and just started crying. Absolutely. Um, but this is what we have to do. Yeah, I was driving the other day, like from like Alston to Somerville and I just like, like I missed a turn and I like rerouted my, and I was in the wrong lane and I did it at, and like we've said on this podcast, I can't speak podcast before. Um, I definitely talk out loud when I drive. So like the whole time I was just there, like, we're not doing a good job today. Today, we're not a very good driver. We're yeah, but I do that all the time. Yeah, I do it all the time. And your driving ability isn't linked to your value as a woman. That's true. That's true. Yeah. It's only linked to my ability as an accomplice in some kind of crime. Exactly. If you're the getaway man, maybe <laughs> you need to worry. Then I really I don't think you need to worry right now. Thank you so much. Thank all you. All you're trying to do is not get a ticket. Tell that to my years of anxiety, but thank you. I know. Speaking I of, know. here's a segue for us. Here's a segue for us. Sip. Sam's taking a sip of a oh, G&T. <laughs> That's what we're talking about today. We're talking about the ultimate alcoholic beverage. Absolutely. Today we're going to dive into what alcohol does it for us. For some people, the answer is no alcohol. Hell yeah to that as well. Hell yeah to that as well. Um, uh, responsibility, responsibility. Is, the greatest, is the greatest alcoholic beverage. But That's Sam, tell so me true. about your your best alcoholic beverage. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I've definitely gone through like a transformation in my life. Like uh, back in the day in college, uh, when I may or may not have been 21, my mm. go-to was probably a rum and Coke because it was very easy to acquire those ingredients and put them together in a way that could get into my body. So... <laughs> That was all. Yeah, just like a handle of um, Captain Morgan's really Captain makes Morgan. me feel young again. And a and a Pepsi you buy at like the local Seven Eleven, mm-hmm. and you just go go to Paramount Dorms at Emerson College, and just <laughs> live it up. You know, and have really weird conversations yeah. with the people in your. In, in, I, I remember being like that twenty one drunk. Mm-hmm. I don't. I wouldn't go back there. No, I, I I feel glad that I had those experiences, but they're not experiences that I feel I need again. Never again. That's why I don't understand why people are trying to recapture their youth. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm good. I really had it. Well, I say that as a 26-year-old, yeah. that my youth is behind me, and I'm fine with that. Yes, absolutely. But so I, I started my drinking life drinking a lot of those. I probably drank a few too many, because now if I even imbibe a sip of a rum and Coke, my body says, oh, are we hungover? Yep. <laughs> And I'm like, what? I've had one sip. 
at you know eight o'clock at night after a meal and they're like we're hungover so um now we transition to what my favorite alcoholic beverage is now which um a hats off to our third podcast host and very good friend becky because she introduced me to the wonderful world of gin uh she i don't know if you guys know this is british and so she like they love their gin they love a G&T, so she would occasionally have, like, a, bo- a little blue bottle of Bombay Sapphire in the house. Um, and I have found that gin is just, like, my favorite alcohol to mix into a fun mixed drink and have one after dinner. Like, it's just been such a wonderful thing to use as your base to, like, grow upon. Because it's, like, mm-hmm. it has its own flavor. It's It's floral. It's botanical. But it's not, like... It doesn't have the burn of vodka. It doesn't have like the super distinctive flavor of rum. It just kind of like lives within itself and it's good with so much stuff. And it's really easy to make a fancy drink. Fiery burn of tequila. (laughs) Or the fiery, the burn and the regret of tequila. Oh boy. Um, I like a margarita, but you know, not in my house. (laughs) I can't even drink a margarita. I'll tell you why during my segment. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I love a gin drink. What I'm drinking here today, folks, is my go-to drink, mostly. Um, it's gin. It's some elderflower liqueur, which is delicious, and I recommend putting in any beverage you drink. Uh, it's really good. And then it should be tonic water. It's soda water right now, because I didn't have tonic water. Tonic water um, is gross, in my opinion. I only like it in the context of a G&T, for whatever reason. I should Google why that is. But it's it works. Things- it works. It's got some lime juice in there. It's a nice little light greenish color almost. Ooh. And then sippy sippy, it just, it makes you feel nice. It makes you feel a little summery, springy and fancy at the end of the day. Sippy sippy makes it makes you feel zippy. Sippy sippy, it makes you feel zippy. That's exactly yeah. how I feel, Allison. Yeah. Um, honorable ma- mention goes to the Amaretto Sour. Uh, it's my go-to bar drink. <laughs> Oh my god. Our bar drink phase with the Amaretto Sours. We had such a phase. We really did. You introduced me to them and then I tasted one and I was like, this tastes like a Twix bar. I want to drink seven of them. Delicious. It's so like, it's like if you're too much of a baby for a whiskey sour, go Mm -hmm. Amaretto Sour. You're just living it up. And then it's also fun because then sometimes the bartenders will be like, what? And you have to be like, okay, do you have DeSerono? So just throw some sour mix in that. Done. We did it. Put like eight maraschino cherries on top. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, those are, that's my favorite alcoholic beverage to indulge in responsibly. Um, how about you, Allie? You have a very special relationship with alcohol. I have a very special relationship with alcohol, which is that I started drinking alcohol at a very irresponsible age. <clears throat> and... Um, I was able to drink like a monster. Maybe it's because I was like basically prepubescent. So that's a problem. But like I was able to drink pretty much anything. And then I turned like 18. And one day my body just said no. Mm -hmm. Like my body just said, you will not be able to imbibe alcohol for the rest of your life um, without absolutely hitting the floor. And not out of sickness, by the way but out of sleepiness, it sends me right to sleep. If I have any alcohol, it sends me right to sleep. It's amazing. So it's, it's really amazing to watch. It's, um, impressive. it's incredible to see. 
Um, but I think it was maybe something to do. I, I asked a doctor why this was, and they did say that like as women mature, as cis women mature, um, sometimes their bodies don't tolerate alcohol as well because alcohol is poison and True. your body really wants you to have a baby. <laughs> so the baby can't really exist if you're constantly poisoning yourself. So maybe my body just really, really wanted me to have a baby. They were like, stop putting rum in here. You're like, stop we it. are fertile as hell. Yeah, we had very similar situations. Um, I mean, also we went to college together. So we had our like, we were little twinsies. Like when we were drinking, we would both get our rum and Cokes. Absolutely. We would both um, get our amaretto sours. Absolutely. I have found like senior year. A lot of them were amaretto sours. Yeah. Going to like a dorm party and someone had like whipped cream vodka or something. And we would take a shot and be like, it tastes like cake. Oh God. Disgusting. Me or not. Um, I drank a lot of vodka in high school because that's all we could get our hands on and it was clear. Mm -hmm. Um, So once I got to college, vodka felt disgusting. Um, and then once I got two years deep in college, rum felt disgusting. I, there was one New Year's Eve party and I want to say 2011 where I had tequila for the first and last time. And it was such a shit show (laughs) that I can't even describe how sick I felt the next day. And it just scarred me. So I can't even have it in like a margarita context, which is too bad because margaritas seem delicious. That frozen yeah. margarita, there's nothing like it. Exactly. But I cannot have it. Mm-hmm. Even the whiff of it makes me feel like I'm going to fall over. So my ultimate alcoholic beverage is a champagne cocktail. Uh, Here's why. Here's <laughs> why. A, height of elegance. Height of elegance. A champagne cocktail is the height of elegance. B, something about the bubbles in Prosecco or champagne. I don't think I've ever had champagne. I think I've only had like white trash champagne. So like Prosecco. I drink a lot of Lamarca. Lamarca is like $16. Lamarca is good. That's good. I think, I mean, I'm not a sommelier, but like Lamarca seems good. Um, You're good there. So what I want, and like something about those bubbles lifts me up like I'm in the Wonka factory right? It just gets me up off the ground Mm -hmm. and it makes it so I don't fall asleep. If I have a glass of Chardonnay, I am out. Mm -hmm. I am out for the count. I'm, I'm falling asleep in the, in the Uber. But if I have a glass of Prosecco or if I have a champagne cocktail of some kind, I'm there all day. So what I want is some champy champ, some bubbles, Mm -hmm. some type of liqueur, and then some type of fantastically cut fruit that you place on top of it absolutely preferably over a brunch that's true and then if I drink at brunch I cannot do anything the rest of the day no you're out absolutely I have no no ability to do anything the rest of that day and that's what you're drinking now right you're having a little a little champ plus yeah I'm having a little champ plus peach nectar right now um because I just keep peach nectar in my house you you have to. It's one of the kitchen essentials. I have to. I made believe it this weekend. Um, so, you know, had to. Absolutely. A Bellini is a good one, too. A Bellini, a mimosa. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's my truth. That's my favorite alcoholic beverage. 
I love that. I feel like I, I know so many people who had like one go-to drink in college that they never drank again. Like yep. my mom is red wine. She's like, I will never drink red wine in any context. She drank a lot of red wine in yeah. college. She's like, it is exclusively what I drank when I, what I got blackout on in college. It's red wine. That is crazy. Yeah. Who gets blackout on red wine? Only classy women, Allison. <laughs> I guess so. It's a really classy, I guess, yeah, an extremely classy drug, but it's just like, I feel like by the time you're drunk off red wine, like you're so sloshy feeling. <laughs> no, I think that was the problem. That's a problem, yeah. And then for Adam, it's anything that's like artificial raspberry flavored, because I guess he had one bad night with raspberry Rubinoff, and now- Oh, Rubinoff. <laughs> Even if it's like, even if it's a non-alcoholic drink, if it's artificial raspberry, he's like, absolutely not. We're not. I cannot have it. it. I cannot have it. Yep. We've all been burned. I love to hear those stories. Like, what's the drink you can never drink again? Because of one horrific night. Yeah. In 2010. Because you loved it too much. Yep. Exactly. That's what I want to know. That's That's what I want to know from you guys, listeners. Yes. Um, but, oh, Sam. Yes, please let us know. Or, or please let us know the other thing you like to indulge in. A little drinky, drinky, feeling good. Like, do you have a teensy bit of weed at the end of the day? Do you love a bubble bath? Like, what's your thing to just mellow right out? I have a friend who um, high showers is her thing. You get high and then you take a shower. Interesting. And that's your little treaty treat. And apparently it's great. Great. I love that. So try that responsibly. Yeah. I've heard of shower beers, but I, I don't know that I've heard of getting shower. A shower beer to me seems sad. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not saying that's wrong. A I'm shower beer seems like you need that beer. You know what I'm saying? Um, whereas a, a weed shower seems more like, ooh, self-care. Yeah, it does. It feels, it feels like um, Gwyneth Paltrow could charge hundreds of yeah, dollars for a weed shower. Absolutely. And like you put like eucalyptus in the yeah. shower and stuff. That's what I think. Absolutely. But thank you, Sam, for taking us on this journey. Of, of Gwyneth Paltrow, of Goop? Of, oh, yeah, I, this was your idea of oh, um, the alcohol yeah. episode. The alcohol. This podcast was your idea, yes. Um, <laughs> this podcast episode. This podcast was really a thing that both of us, it came to both of us. I think it was your idea, though. I genuinely do. I th- kind of thought it was something we both. I think we both were like, Oh yeah, that would be a funny podcast. Like nobody had like, you know what? This should be a pod. Yeah, that didn't yeah. happen. But we'll. Take I also think we're one mind, one spirit. So it's like any idea that I have, you probably also had. In some could not way. agree more. Could yeah. not agree more. But but yeah, please uh, tweeted us your either favorite drink or your self care thing you like to do at the end of the day. Your indulgence, the thing that you make a treat. Um, Because I'd love to hear that from you guys. I want to hear what's a little treat just for you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You can have a little something as a treat. You can have a little something as a treat. (laughs) Um, But thank you guys for sticking with us through these quarantine episodes. I do think they are coming to an end. I don't know when, but I think soon we will be recording real episodes again. (laughs) On our 100th episode. Very excited for. It'll be very exciting. Yeah. Um, But until then, everyone, be well. We love you. Bye guys, be well.